0: You're listening to The Heart and Hustle Podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. We are back with another team member interview. This one is going to be freaking fun. We are talking with our executive assistant, Rachel Hanna, the pepper pots of the heart team, as she likes to call herself. (laughs) She is the woman who knits everything together within our team, keeps us sane, and basically runs the back end of operations in just all of the admin of the heart. So whether you're interested in being a virtual assistant like Rachel... Or if you're interested in hearing what it's like to work for us and be on the heart team, you are going to get so much out of this episode, including a lot of tea (laughs) from softwares to use and organizing and structuring your business operations to behind the scenes stories of how Rachel, Lindsay, and I all met and started working together. Um, There's a hint, uh, it involves a speakeasy and an underage Evie. (laughs) So you definitely want to listen to that. Anyways, we are covering everything today on how to get into virtual assistant work systems and Processes to save time and how to balance motherhood and work. There's just honestly so much in this episode. So let's welcome onto the show our queen behind the scenes, Rachel Hanna. Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Rachel, welcome
1: to the show. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited to be back. Oh my goodness. Uh, Well, okay. I know that we had, well, not we. Evie had you on for a solo show with her for episode 82 um, when I was out of office like last October and Mm -hmm. y'all talked about organization, which was great and that was fun. So if anybody hasn't listened to a little sneak peek of Rachel on the show before, go listen to episode (laughs) 82. But now you're back officially for an in-depth interview and we cannot wait to dig in and chat and just hear all the tea. So (laughs) can you, Rachel, introduce yourself to the Heart Hustle listeners and tell us what you do and who you are? Yes. Hi. Hi, I'm Rachel. I am assistant to Lindsay, Evie, and the Heart University. So I manage kind of the back end of all three businesses. I'm a wife. My husband is in the army. We live in Georgia and I have two elementary school aged boys. So between all of that, it keeps me on my toes. Yeah, I literally don't
0: know how you do
1: everything that you do. Well, like I wrote I wrote one of the questions later is literally like, how do you do it? So we'll just hold tight.
0: <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, Rachel, why don't you give like a little bit of the backstory of just how you got connected with us originally and then eventually became the virtual assistant, the executive assistant, the pepper pots to all <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Okay, so it starts out, I actually was a middle school
1: teacher, um, taught middle school for about seven years, loved it, loved my middle schoolers so much. Um, but then, like I said, my husband's in the military, and we found out that we were moving from Georgia to Hawaii. And you guys just stop and like thank a teacher today, because I was working easily 60 hours a week, teaching, lesson planning, you know, project planning parent communication, just all of the things like there's so much more that goes into just showing up at school at 730 and leaving at four. Mm -hmm. So when we found out we're moving to Hawaii, I was just, I didn't want to work 60 hours a week. I didn't want to look at the beach through my window and just wish I was out there. So I had a friend who was also a teacher who had transitioned into virtual assisting. And I got some information from her, started virtual assisting. I had one client. It was fun, easy, it was great. And then we moved to Hawaii, and my realtor, Erica, um, introduced me to Lindsay because she was also Lindsay's realtor. And then Lindsay and I kind of just hung out on the fringes of each other, you know, just we did, we it. did, uh, what's that called? The Dave Ramsey? Dave Ramsey. Uh, together? What's we that did. called? Financial Peace University. There it is. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> And we did a handful of, like, Bible studies and things like that. And then Lindsay— And I, like, she, didn't know what you—I mean, I knew— <laughs> I No, straight up, I didn't know what you did. Okay, <laughs> continue. Right. No, it was good because, I mean, we never really, like, talked professionally. It was more just like a friend hangout. Right. Yeah. And then you asked—I think you came up to me at Bible study or something and was asking me more about what I did. And then you're like, I have been— in Maui and on all of the different islands so many times. This was in 2019 when you were just like popping. No, this was this was 2018. Oh, it was 2018. Gosh, it's been that long. We go way <laughs> back. We go, yes, way back. Um, and then you were like, hey, I need a VA. Are you taking new clients? I said, sure, why not? No, ac- wait, no, wait. Can I, can I correct you real fast? Yes. I didn't yes. even. I was so busy. I didn't even have the capacity to have a conversation with you. I believe Andrew was the one. Because I think I missed. <laughs> didn't I miss a Dave Ramsey like, evening because of work. And I think he, he was like... Because he came back and he was like, you, re- you know that Rachel's a VA, right? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I think he asked maybe, maybe maybe I'm hallucinating I don't know never mind continue no that's just <laughs> the story
0: that Lindsay you told me was that Andrew had talked to Rachel that's
1: what I thought I yeah be completely wrong. I don't I just don't think I ever talked to you until like I quote-unquote interviewed you which was basically just like help me that was what I remember I mean maybe I, I don't remember I mean I guess maybe Andrew and I had like a passing conversation or something you probably did but, yeah what I remember is coming up to surfers. You're like, hey, come up to surfers. I want to like chat with you a little bit, get a little to know a little bit more about what you do. And then you're like, basically, hey, I'm going to Europe for six weeks tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Can you be my VA? <laughs> I was like, sure. <laughs> um, so you, gosh, you have thousands of emails in your inbox. Okay. But I think I was better than Evie. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I was, pretty, I was pretty bad. So you can spill the tea. It's fine. Yeah. No well, here, well, We haven't got to Evie yet. So continue. <laughs> um, but basically I remember talking to you and Andrew at Surfers and you're basically like, Hey, can you like, can you manage this? Can you do this? I was like, sure. Why not? <laughs> and then I looked at your calendar after you gave me all your info later that day. And I was like, Oh my gosh! And then I think within <laughs> two days I had sorted your calendar of all of your public transport, all your flights, all your Airbnbs, everything for your six-week Europe trip. I mean, I know it was inconvenient for you to be hired and then me peace out, but also you made the Europe trip go smoothly. <laughs> well, that's goals. What I'm that here was for. a good like. If I were gonna put you on a, like a trial, like a test run, that was a great test run.
0: That was a great. Just throw her in the deep end, see if you can swim. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, I can backstroke beautifully. I love it. Yes, you can. <laughs> it's true. I love it.
1: And then I was working and when Lindsay initially hired me, she had also given me the vision and the view for the Heart University. And then she, you know, kind of helped grow some of that, suing some of the back end, like filing and things like that. Yeah. And then Evie came to visit Oahu. And we hung out and that was a blast and a half oh, I wait, hung out wait, wait, no no wait, no wait, wait wait we have wait, to wait. tell that
0: story <laughs> we, we, first of all we have to tell that story but secondly timing uh, we I met you Rachel long before you ever became Rachel or Lindsay's VA yeah cause, cause I was, this was like was yeah. hold on
1: hold on this is the key. <laughs>
0: Because we had started
1: The Heart in January or we had like ideated, hey, we're going to do the first workshop in January of 2018, which is when Evie came out. And that's when the story happened. But and then we did our first Malibu workshop that April. And then I hired you that June.
0: Yeah, because I knew knew you months before Rachel or Lindsay hired you. But I like, yeah, I am
1: getting things confused. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you guys take the lead on that. I was just.
0: Oh, it's so funny. (laughs) We were all just (laughs) along for the ride that night. Oh my gosh! Wait, who's who's sharing the story? I feel like Lindsay, you'll be more dramatic about it. I feel like you should. Yes, (laughs) perfect. So,
1: so I just remember I had Evie over, and we were. It was the first time you had ever come to Oahu to visit me. Yeah. Erica, me and Rachel's realtor, who was now our friend, invited me. And then I think Evie by default because she was visiting me out to Waikiki, which or is like girls' night. All, girls' night. But first of all, that's something that I don't do normally at all. I mean, like I'll go out for girls' night, but like go to Waikiki with the intention of like going to like a bar, not, not even a bar, but like what would you call that? Like a Like a
0: club? club? You know, like,
1: just going out like dancing and whatnot. Yeah. Right. But that's just like not something that we do. Anyways. Um, <laughs> And so- we were like, yeah, that'd be so fun. Let's go with Erica and and Rachel. And I was like, oh, I know Rachel, like from like Dave Ramsey or whatever. Um, and so we we went out, but me and Evie, having not just being, we're not accustomed to that lifestyle. Kind of, <laughs> uh, we, we we wore these like, like long Amish linen dresses. Amish dresses. <laughs> like it would have been the type of dress that like a Mormon wears to church. Like imagine that. And then you go out to Waikiki, like, at night. That's like,
0: to, we- to like, a club, basically. Yeah.
1: Well, so <laughs> yes. I remember we got dinner, and that's when, <laughs> Evie, you met Rachel. Yeah. We went and got dinner with her and Erica, and then we went to this club that was, like, it was called The Study, I think, at in Waikiki. It was, like, in a hotel. It and- was, like, a speakeasy. Yeah. It was, like, yes. a hidden behind. Yeah. It was so cool, but my favorite part was that there was, like, a
0: bouncer checking IDs, and Evie was, like, friggin' 18 or something. <laughs> no, no, no. And- I was— I think I was 20. No, no. No, you were 19. This was in 2018. So however old you were in 2018. I was 20. So the the reason I was 20 because it was my birth year, the year that I was gonna turn 21. And so I think that's how he let me slide through. Well, basically we all go (laughs) in a single
1: file line. Erica leads the way. Erica's like the personality that's like super in charge. And so we all just, like, hand our, ID, hand our IDs to the bouncer dude and just, like, Evie's last and just, like, doesn't and I just, ask anything.
0: I just <laughs> confidently, like, the, we were all discussing beforehand and, and Erica was like, should I give her, like, one of my old military IDs, like, anything What's like this that. What's funny is that you don't even, like, you weren't going to drink. You just needed to Erica's get inside. Yeah, yeah, I was like, we just want to go inside. And Erica and I look nothing alike. So it was like, yeah. how are we going to get Evie through? And then we're like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and try. Evie just walk up super confidently and hand over your ID. And if he says no, then we'll just go somewhere else. And so I literally just walk up like, at, like I own the place and I just hand the idea to my the dude and just like look him straight in the face and just smile. And I'm like, how's your night going? He's like, great. How's yours? I was like, great. He hands it back and I just slide it. And I was like, fun. <laughs> so my first night meeting Rachel was the first time I've like ever done anything remotely like that. The club scene, like getting in underage, like with my real ID, that's the best part. I, like, have never owned a fake ID, never gone in anywhere with, like, pretending to be (laughs) an age I'm not. And I just, like, hand him my legit ID and walk in. Oh, good times. So, yeah, that's how we met. And Rachel, I just remember you were like— And because
1: all three of us were married, we, like, kept, like, oh, (laughs) like— throwing guys well, on Evie not throwing We were being him, wing cool.
0: women like yes. I was not interested that, that was the best part I was not interested but anytime a and guy would come in up this too- like Mormon linen dress <laughs> <laughs> I literally it came up to like my neck all the sleeves were down like my entire <laughs> arms and the the dress okay, came was, all the way down, down my, to my ankles It was my dress and it was cute it's not that it, it was cute, cute. it was cute just
1: for not the uh, accurate
0: it was attire. like a frolic like, in a picnic field like you know on a fall with day like a,
1: like a straw hat <laughs> <laughs>
0: like a little house
1: on the prairie kind yes. of vibe. Well, That's well, exactly what it was.
0: But I think it something about it worked because I what did I have like 8 or 9 guys asked me for my number that night and it I was, was like I was like do I just look like like different than all the other women here and they're like oh something unique I don't know. It was funny. It was an interesting time. All the girls would just like, anytime a guy would come up, be like, do you want to dance? Can I buy you a drink? Anything like that. They're like, oh, sorry, we're married. But Evie's not. <laughs> like, every time. It's like, have you met Evie? Have you met Evie? So oh, great. So oh, oh, great. Time. Anyways, <laughs>
1: that's the story for everyone that's wondering. Yes. And so, yeah, met Evie, met Lindsay, oh, got hired by Lindsay. And then... Right. For the December Oahu workshops, the, the two-week workshops in December 2018, um, roughly that's when Abby was like, "Hey, I need, I need a VA. Like, do you have capacity?" I said, "Sure, why not?" Well, and it's because so, you, be, because you were my VA, and so many of my tasks, as the heart was starting to grow, became yeah. heart tasks. Like, you naturally, by default, had to have like. Uh, the heart's email like you had to have like access to all the heart things so then by default you started working with evie more and then she was like hold up this woman is fantastic i yeah. need her <laughs> yeah was like so doing it just everything it kind of was a natural fit you know yeah. because like Lindsay said i was doing a lot of Lindsay tasks and yeah. with all the travel and booking and things like that those are so similar between the two of you it's just different yeah. destinations yeah. so it just was a very natural fit for all mm-hmm. three businesses
0: really yeah. And it saved our sanity. You can go ahead and spill the tea on my inbox now because let's just be real. It was, it was chaos.
1: Well, I don't know what concerned me more, your inbox or your unread text messages. <laughs> well, that's still, you still haven't solved that problem. I know you're I know, working on it. but I know. <laughs> Because she doesn't there's
0: not a way to access your
1: phone. And if there was, she would be doing it.
0: I'm shocked (laughs) on one of the trips that we've hung out together though, Rachel hasn't just like snuck into my phone and just been like, read, 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 (laughs)
1: read.
0: The desire has been
1: there. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, so that's kind of the story plus the juicy story
0: of the of the underage thing. Anyways, (laughs) but um, okay. Don't so do it do at home, kids. We don't recommend that. Okay, sorry. We don't just, wanted a, just wanted a disclaimer. That. We don't, please don't. Okay, continue. We don't
1: <laughs> advise. Okay, anyways. Um, so Rachel, that's how you kind of got to be the personal assistant for me and Evie and then also working for the heart as the assistant slash executive assistant. You're basically the executive assistant, but I want to move on. Basically. The, ba- well, she is.
0: <laughs> that's literally her job title. Uh, sorry. I <laughs>
1: So one of the <laughs> biggest questions that we get asked from so many entrepreneurs is, what the heck do we hand off to a VA? Like, I, I'm thinking about hiring a VA, like, but I have no idea where to even start or like what to give him or her. So can you give us an overview of everything you do for us, which I know is a lot. So we might be here a while. Let's, let's take another hour through this. I'll, <laughs> I'll hit on the big ticket thing. Okay, that cool. is that would be easier for pretty much anybody to hand off. I mean... Email is one of the biggest ones. If you just have somebody go through and kind of cull your emails, like you would have, like if you're a photographer, calling the photos, calling your emails, getting rid of all of the spam, all of the things that just are not going to move the needle in your business. Onboarding and having systems of what emails to cull and respond to, and what emails to flag for um, for your client is a really great help. Um, something else that I do is calendar management. So making sure that whenever there is anything that requires travel, that lodging is set, travel is set, rental cars are set, things like that. Gosh, I'm trying to think of all of the other things. I it's mean, like everything.
0: Everything.
1: <laughs> Rachel's well, like you can, you can also talk about the things that you do for the heart too. Like you don't have to just think about like what you did for me and Evie when we were just photographers at the very beginning. Like you can, you can just go ham on everything you do now too. Oh gosh, that's a lot. So <laughs> yeah. basically, right now, I manage about 10 to 12 different email inboxes between yeah. all of you guys. Yeah. And then my own personal ones. Um, for the heart, I do almost all of the back end student management of things. So if somebody's having login issues, if somebody's having issues with a payment or a course access or questions or anything like that. I'm the one that will go in and solve all those questions, get all of those emails answered. Um, For the heart shop, um, I work with our fulfillment center and make sure that all of those orders are getting fulfilled, um, any kind of returns or exchanges or anything like that, tracking inventory, reordering inventory, things like that, um, with the back end of any kind of upcoming courses Allie and I, who you're going to hear from Allie on another episode, stay tuned for that one. She is amazing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure hers airs before you, so they've already heard it, unless they're Ugh. listening out of order. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, so, Allie and I will go in and automate all of the email funnels. So, Lindsay and Evie get us the copy. We go in and we put all of those emails into active campaign. Put in all of the triggers, basically all of the funnels were the ones who are automating those right now. Um, putting it active campaign is oh, for someone who okay. doesn't know. Yes, active campaign is our email sending software, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we have a list of however many people and we just like copy and paste that into Gmail and click send. Oh, gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> No, so all of the people who have signed up for an email from the Hart University are made a client in Active campaign, which is our email sending software. And so whenever we have an email that we want to send, we have tags. So everybody who's signed up for a certain thing, if they signed in for a certain opt-in, they're tagged with that opt-in tag. And so if it's somebody who signed up for Instagram caption freebies, then, if we want to send anything about that topic to them, we'll click people with those tags and it's added to a campaign. And then we can put in, it can be a one off email, it can be a series of however many emails, and those people are tagged and those automations are set. So email one might go out on one day after they've. Signed up and then email two. We have to manually click okay, do we want it one day, two days? Do we want it at a certain time? So entering all of those triggers in to send emails at a certain time. So Allie and I do the back end of all of that.
0: Yeah. And then no, you also, I know I don't understand it, but you also do like you handle a lot of going in in the back end of like making sure all the team is getting paid on time, like just like any like technical back end of like a contractor needs to be paid. You go in Mm -hmm. and like help pay it, like invoices paid, contracts, like signing, like basically any little nitty gritty stuff that like is like a task that Lindsay and I don't need to have our hands or eyes on, you're pretty much doing. (laughs) I'm also
1: thinking about like around tax time when say like an independent contractor, like we need a W-9 from them or somebody needs a W-9 from us. I have not touched that. Task and well since 2018 honestly like I like you, you just like handle that yeah. which is great like, you just do so many back end little things and I I even remember like when you first started didn't you first tackle Pinterest which was not your uh, expertise which is fine but I just loved your like gung ho spirit of just like I'm gonna do everything you need and I'm gonna <laughs> do it well just like you did that you have transcribed blogs for us like if we yeah. voice memo you you write them down and then you blog for us. You do a lot. I do. Yes. (laughs) And that is something that I'll say if you are working with a VA and they want to try to handle something and you guys have a process for it, let them handle it. But I was not the most adept at Pinterest. After probably six weeks, I realized this is not my strong suit. And I communicated that back with you guys. I was like, hey, I can keep attempting this, but it is not going to be as effective as if someone else who has more capability. So that open communication is just something that I've really, really appreciated with working with you guys. It's one of the biggest factors that you have to have as a client and a VA relationship. You've got to have that open communication and knowing when to say, this might not be the best task for me to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think even just like which I'm sure we'll probably dive into this later in the interview, but even stuff like Rachel, you being like, hey, like it's, could you put your personal like life events into your calendar as well? Because then I know that like, I can't schedule something for you on that day or that time. Like just even like things. After enough times
1: of her like scheduling a meeting and Evie's like, Rachel, I can't do that. I was like, I have
0: coffee with a friend that day. And she's like, it's not in your calendar. And I was like, why does my life events need to be in my business calendar? And like, now it's my whole life calendar. And I realized that that saves a lot of stress for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) But simple things like that too, of even like communicating back and forth or me being like, hey, it's actually really helpful, Rachel, when you do X, Y, Z instead of A, B, C. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like just that communication back and forth of like just... Hey, this works for me. This doesn't. Could you try this? Could you do this? Like, it's just, it's, you're working together, especially like in this area, like so closely. It's so nice to be able to know like, oh, I can be open and communicate through, you know, my, all my thoughts going through my head so that we can work together better as a team. So yeah, that's that's key.
1: Such a good statement to make because people are dynamic and relationships are dynamic. And so Mm -hmm. if you keep doing the same thing, expecting change, you're not going to see it. So Mm -hmm. as we grow, like as Evie grows in her business and Lindsay grows in her business, and we all grow in the heart, just growing those relationships and growing those needs and expectations helps everyone succeed.
0: Yeah, that's so good. So good. I love it. Okay, well, let's go uh, talk a little bit about softwares and programs and systems because if anyone talks to you for any length of time, they will understand your nerd brain. I say that yes. in the best way. The best oh, I way. I embrace it. I embrace <laughs> it. We love it. Um, You just thrive off of structure and organization in a way that brings so much like productivity and clarity to all of our companies. Like, that's, I think, one of the biggest strengths that you bring. And so you have a lot to kind of like, I guess, give in this area. So, do you want to talk about specifically like softwares and programs that you use to kind of coordinate everything that you're doing? Like, how do you not lose track of stuff when you have so much on your plate?
1: That is a really good question. And there's lots of different things you can use at different times. Um, for me, I, my go-to was, and I'll say was, pen and paper. Like if I have so many things happening in my head, I need to get pen and paper and I need to just make a dump list and get everything out so that then I can go into my digital programs um, for task management, I use monday.com. Asana.com is a really good free version of that. Um, and then I'll take everything I've dumped and then I can put it into a category. So Mm -hmm. within Monday, we have multiple boards. So I've got like a Lindsay board. I've got an Evie board. I've got a heart board. um, Allie has a podcast board. And within those boards, I can say, okay, this one is a Lindsay travel board. And this one is a Lindsay's collaborations board and so on and so forth for everybody. Mm -hmm. So then I'll look at that dump list of all the things that I have in my head. And then I'll go and put them into a Monday board. I assign them to whomever the task is responsible for. So if I need to get feedback from Lindsay on a collaboration, I'll put that into the collaborations board, assign it to Lindsay, make a note of exactly what I need, and then give it a due date. Because then I can go into Monday and just toggle things by due date. So I have a list of everything I need to do today for everybody's boards. And so that helps me to not lose things. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, if there is an email that I need to follow up with, like if I'm scheduling a call for one of Lindsay or Evie's coaching students, I will go in, make, um, send the email of, hey, want to get this on the calendar. Like these are some good date and time options. Please let me know what works for you. And then I'll put a follow-up date of three days later on that task. So let's say I sent that on the 7th, I would follow up on the 10th if I hadn't heard from them and said, hey, just want to make sure you got my email. I want to make sure we get this on the calendar, so on and so forth. So it's not only for the initial task, you reset that date for future follow-ups, which is really helpful. And then something else that I know that we've switched to is Slack for communication. Yes. (laughs) When we first started, it was just the three of us and we would be texting back and forth and it would be something about work or the heart or something work focused. Mm -hmm. And then somebody would pop in with something personal and then the whole text thread would go to personal and then I would like lose in the thread whatever work thing I needed to do. Mm -hmm. And so shifting over to Slack just made a huge difference because then from there, I I love automations, you guys. Automations make my life easier. (laughs) You can automate a Slack message to go to a Monday board and then assign it to a person and a date. That way I don't lose anything. It's Mm -hmm. all just automated and done. Or you can like mark it as unread or you can set a reminder to remind you at a different date. Mm -hmm. One what's also nice about Slack is you can set like, uh, what if it? What's it called? Notifications off because all of us it's are like in different time zones. Yeah, work hours. So that way, like when it was a text message like me and Rachel would be in Hawaii time when we both lived there and we would be texting. But like for Evie, it was like 9 p.m. in Ohio when she was, so it was
0: like, uh, it was so, it was like so stressful too. Cause like they would be in the middle of their work day, like the heat of everything, like texting back and forth about, oh, we need to this. Evie, can you do this? And I was like trying to like unwind for the night and like stop working. And I would just feel like so much pressure or like vice versa. I'd like, wouldn't be able to text them or would text them when it's like three in the morning for them. Cause I'm like getting mm-hmm. started on my work day. So it's like switching over to that, especially now as we have like a bigger team across all sorts of time zones, it's so much nicer to have like, okay, I work from, you know, 8am, like notifications are on for Slack from like eight to four or whatever in my time zone and anything else, like I'll get notified of the next day. So it's yeah. like, it's just so much better for work-life boundaries for sure. <laughs>
1: Yes. Yes. Agreed. Now that we're across four different time zones though, yeah. which I think is so impressive. We can't, um, we, we can't keep getting rid of Hawaii though. Me and Rachel moved out, but now KT's there. KT needs to stay. <laughs> yes. I love and it. Like the, I, it's just the Hawaii to Eastern time zone change when you're trying to coordinate stuff is fun. It's Especially during brutal. Gosh, whether it's daylight savings time or not, because Hawaii does not do daylight savings time. So and it's, when it's a half of the, the, the six hour. Yep. Yeah. Like half of the year, it's five hours. Half of the year, it's six hours. And it's, I mean, that change is not it's easy. Pretty, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> but then something else that's also helped team communication, again, with us being bigger, is using Google Suite. Because mm-hmm. now if we're all typing on a document, like if you guys are writing copy for emails or something, you guys can be typing and editing and changing while Allie and I are going in and putting those into active ActiveCampaign. So we can mm-hmm. all be doing different tasks, but all be yeah. working in the same document. And it's just yeah. so much more effective. Yeah. Well, we use Google Drive and Google documents for literally everything. Like anything yeah. that needs to, like any copy that needs to be written, our podcast outlines. I mean, we're, we're all three staring at a Google
0: document right now with the questions <laughs> yes. that we're
1: asking Rachel on this podcast. And then when we record your intro, we're going to write it in this Google Drive.
0: <laughs> like. Yeah, it's literally what we use for everything. Like everything. Even like stuff that we'll, you know, work on. Lindsay and I will like brainstorm or whatever and we'll like update the team. And then if I whatever reason, like jotted some notes down on a notepad or whatever, like we'll hand it off to Rachel, like send her a photo and she'll like transcribe it into a Google Doc or like whatever. Like it yeah. goes into the Google Drive where we have everything filed. Like I can't well, tell you the number of files we have.
1: <laughs> it's also great for file sharing with T. Te- like so for example, like yeah. if we have mock-ups, like Katie makes our graphic design. So like if we have mock-up Photoshop files that we need, we put them in the Google Drive or yeah. our brand logos and our brand colors. That way anybody on the team, if they need to do anything within their own job, they can come into Google drive and like see the fonts, see the colors and like all of that.
0: And uploading like any team photos that we take, we have like folders for like all of our photos of Lindsay and I or whatever that we use for website stuff for, you know, uh, Pinterest mock-ups for Instagram content for like, and it's all just in one like file file and folder that everyone comes and pulls from. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it's like the motherboard almost of like, where everything is stored for us. And then Widget. all of our tasks are in Monday and then all of our communication mm-hmm. is in Slack. So it's like having all of those working together is just like so helpful.
1: Mm-hmm. And the beauty of it is that all three of those integrate together. So yeah. I can upload a Google Drive like either folder or document or whatever into a Monday board. And we can also share them via Slack. So the fact that all three of those platforms have the communication ability just makes our whole team lives so much easier. Yeah. I feel like that's a really good trifecta. Like, you, yeah. like Google Drive, yes. Slack, and Monday, or or Trello or Asana or whatever. Basically just like a task management system. Yeah. But yeah. Um, did you want to, for anybody that's like, okay, those are basic, which I don't think anybody's probably thinking that is <laughs> not basic. But do you want to touch on Kajabi or Zapier at all? Which is like, if yes. anybody's like, what? What are those words? What do they mean? <laughs> So, Kajabi is the platform that we use to host all of our courses, um, the content photo minor, the photo major, all of the other fun things that are coming down the pipe. Um, you, you can say have, the Instagram major. It's It will be out by this time. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I don't want to spill too much tea now. I know. I know. Um. So all of those videos are edited by KT most of the time. And then she uploads those videos into Kajabi. But before she uploads them, um, Allie and I go in and we make all of those products. So we have to make a new quote-unquote product, like a big overarching thing for the Instagram major. And then from there, we use what you guys have typed into a Google Doc for all of the seasons and all of the episodes. And she'll start with one, I'll start with like four or five, and we'll just work backwards until we meet in the middle so that we can get everything labeled and titled and things like that. So like for season one, episode one, I have to physically go in, type the name of it, add the media, add all of the assets and things like that. Then KT will go in and add the actual video and whatnot and then we have to go in and add all of, you guys mentioned the mock-ups and the hero, the big photos across the top mm-hmm. and things like that. Those are all manually input most mm-hmm. of the time by either Ali, KT, or myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then within that, you have to create the offer, which is like the buy button, basically. So we go in, we create the buy button, we share it with Sarah, Sarah our web designer, And then from there, it connects to Stripe, our payment processor. So you also have to create all of the automations. So when someone purchases X offer, then I have to go in and tell it, what offer to grant that customer. So if they buy Mm -hmm. the photo major and I have the wrong automation in there, it might grant them the content photo minor, which is not what we want. So just making sure that the right offer is connected with the right purchase. Yeah, And then also if there's an issue with a course, we can activate or deactivate access. Yeah. Um, So just putting all of those offers in. And then what we are able to do is connect Kajabi to our payment processor, Stripe, to, um, we use this tool called Zapier, which is again, like an automation integration type app. So it's more like an, if this, then that type situation. So mm-hmm. if we have a course launch, then I can go into Zapier and tell Zapier to read whenever Kajabi registers a sale, I connect Kajabi, to Slack via Zapier. So then we will now get a Slack update that we've made a purchase or made a sale that someone has purchased whichever item. Mm-hmm.
0: So then we can
1: keep track of all of that. Yeah. We wanted to interrupt this episode real fast to chat about counseling. Now, counseling is so often stigmatized in a negative way, and it absolutely should not be. Because Evie and I so firmly support counseling in all stages of life, we were so excited when BetterHelp, an online counseling company, reached out to us to be a sponsor on the show.
0: We were able to try it ourselves for a bit, and our experiences were incredible. I was even able to go on and fill out a full list of information about myself, my desires in a counselor, including religious beliefs and more. I was matched with an amazing counselor who shares my worldview, and I absolutely loved the ability to put preferences like that down on the questionnaire.
1: Something else we genuinely loved about BetterHelp is that they offer four ways to get licensed counseling, video sessions, phone calls, live chat, and messaging.
0: It's honestly incredible. If you've been contemplating counseling but are feeling lost on where to start, we definitely recommend BetterHelp. We both had great experiences with them and have so many friends also loving their services.
1: So we have an affiliate link for you today for 10% off your first month. Just go to www.betterhelp.com forward slash
0: heart and hustle. Hey, hey, if you are new here and haven't heard about our online resource shop, ooh, listen up. The Heart Shop is a digital resource and template shop for creative entrepreneurs and photographers. There are so many goodies for creative entrepreneurs in the shop, like website templates, PDF guide templates, illustrations to enhance your brand, and lots more. But one thing in particular we made sure to add was contract templates. Y'all, the horror stories we have heard in our years of business is unmatched and a little terrifying (laughs) clients refusing to pay after you've delivered a service clients demanding their retainer back after canceling on you last minute the list goes on business shouldn't feel like you're walking on eggshells though and yet that's how most of us feel when we first start our business we're petrified to make a wrong move or have an unhappy client
1: okay but here's the truth One of the first foundational steps of owning your own business should be protecting yourself legally with contracts. Yes, yes, even for friends and family. Contracts allowed us to walk in confidence as we grew our photography businesses. But also hiring a lawyer to create custom contracts for you is a pain in the butt and the wallet. And grabbing whatever free or cheap template online is often not enough protection.
0: Yes. So we wanted to make this as easy and seamless for you as possible and give you the resources to make sure you have your butt protected. We have partnered with our favorite lawyer and attorney Paige from the legal page. She has not only created powerful contract templates, but her team is so present and ready to help figure out which ones you need for your business. You can stack our contracts in her shop, like
1: the wedding photography contract, destination, intimate wedding contract, cancellation and rescheduling bundle, second shooter and associate contracts, and honestly so much more. Just head to theheartcontracts.com for 10% off. That's theheartcontracts.com. When I first heard about Zapier, I, I was like, literally, it sounds like Harry Potter wizardry. wizardry. <laughs> like, it, it, I was like, you can do what on the internet? You can just make things do things? I was like, what is happening?
0: <laughs> yes. Technology is cool. So we
1: have it where if somebody purchases, then they get this email. And if this happens, then they get this email. And if this happens, then they get put into this spreadsheet. So it's literally probably five to six different triggers based on what I'm trying to automate as to how many actions that does. I can have it have multiple actions for just one single event, which is really cool.
0: And oh. that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is a small glimpse of what Rachel does on the, on the daily. daily. <laughs> on the daily.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, which goes into the next question really, really well. You're a mom, which you said at the beginning, um, and you have like not teenage, but like 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 what would what are they called? Elementary. Yes. Middle the Jax is going into fifth grade. He's about to turn 11 and he's going into fifth grade. And then John Michael will be nine in December and he's going into third grade. Okay. So, so be- 11 and nine. So like not mm-hmm. young, but like in that, in that age where they're angsty a little bit, right? <laughs> so you're, you're a mom and then you also work for me, Evie and the heart. And so for anybody listening that, and that just heard literally everything that you do, which we didn't even say everything, like there's just so much I you like do. I feel like we like
0: barely covered anything, but go I ahead. Know. <laughs>
1: so how do you do it all with, with, a, with, with a husband that's deployed sometimes with children of that age and also boys and, and working? How do you do it all? Yes. <laughs> um, one, I have a great team. That's the basis of everything. I've got a great team. We give each other loads and loads of grace. And A, the fact that we're all just rooted in the Lord and we know that we are doing what we're called to do and that we are all functioning in the way that we're meant to function in this business. And if I'm having a day where I'm like, you guys, I have to step away for a couple of hours because of X, you guys are so, I mean, it, it just, you're fine with that, you know? yeah. yeah. So just the team number one is yeah. what is so helpful. Well, you Sue, also last night you texted us and you were like, "Storm else is coming up the coast." <laughs> I was like, I don't even know if we can record this podcast. The tropical storm is headed towards Savannah, Georgia.
0: Yes, I love yes. It. I also, I also want to just like throw in here. Part of the reason, I mean, Lindsay and I are just chill no matter what. Like that's just kind of our personalities in general, but. I also want to say, Rachel, like part of the reason we are so chill if you're ever like, hey, I'm going to take the day off to celebrate my anniversary or hey, I'm, you know, whatever, doing this with the boys. Lindsay and I never, ever, ever have to doubt that you're still going to get your work done, like yeah. on time. So it's it's so easy for us. Like, To me, sometimes I'm like, you don't even have to like tell me that you're taking time off. Like, that's fine. Like, you, you're you you're able to just like live your life. You're going to get it done. I know that. So it's, I, I also well, it want to say. It is
1: helpful though, because when it, it was yes. her anniversary and I, like we had, it was the day that we normally have like a me and her meeting. I like hopped on and I was like, hey, I'm running late. And then I didn't hear from her. And then I hopped on the Zoom and she wasn't there. And I was like, why is Rachel not here? And then I was like, oh, it's our anniversary. Lol, ignore me. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's also helpful to like realize like when we don't Slack, like explode your Slack. Cause you're like, you're like I'm gonna go celebrate with my husband and I were like Rachel we need XYZ like now Like, <laughs> so it is helpful but I just wanted to say like part like it's, it's a reflection you do of job. you as well Aww, that like we we're able to be so chill is because you do your job so well so anyways yeah. go ahead continue.
1: and that goes back into and I'm gonna get back to the original question because this is a good question how to do it all but if I need to take a day off aka my anniversary a birthday anything like that I make sure to get all of my work batched ahead of time. So if I know that an email needs to go out on a day I'm out, there's a really cool thing called boomerang. And I think Gmail now has an automation in Gmail itself where you can schedule emails. So there's been multiple times I've scheduled emails to go out when I'm out of office because I know it has to go out on that day. It's super easy to like plan ahead. (laughs) This is is brand
0: new information to me. I had no idea that, that you could do that. Lindsay's face is like, like that. Have you guys seen that blinking gif? That's like the guy just like eyebrows go up and they just blink. That was literally
1: <laughs> Lindsay's face. She was just like, what? I was like, wait, what? Well, oh, now you know, Lindsay, I do that for you. Wow.
0: That's amazing. Fascinating. <laughs> this
1: is great. Um, but no, like you guys said earlier, having really healthy work life boundaries is super important. Um, yeah. My kids are in school. Thankfully, they were able to be in the school during COVID, which is a lifesaver. On um, their fully in school this coming up year. So just having a, a daily schedule is really important. I wake up at a certain time every morning. Uh, I try to get a workout in at least three days a week. I have my Jesus time every morning. And then they have a schedule. They wake up at 7, 6.45, 7 during like a school day. And they wake up, they get dressed, they eat breakfast, and we're out of the house by like 7.45. And then I come home and I make sure I hit all of my tasks and then I go pick them up, and that's when this is where moms of children of this age gets a little tricky because they're in sports. So during the spring, Jax was in swim, John Michael was in golf. They were both in tumbling once a week. So just knowing, oh, I can work at the pool, you know, but I can't work at the golf course because I don't have reception. So just getting smaller tasks like that. Mm-hmm. That don't require a lot of mental energy. Mm-hmm. Batching those out, but then also saying, hey, I'm going to have a hard stop time at five so that yeah. I can have that dedicated family time. That's really, really important.
0: Yeah. I love the t- number of times I've like slacked you or something, and you're like, I'm at the pool. Hang on, let me just pull this up on my laptop right now. I don't like the best thing ever oh that's fun okay sorry go ahead
1: (laughs) no you're good but just knowing when you have the mental energy to do like deep work tasks versus when you're going to be a little less focused so I try to get all of my deep work tasks done while they're at school that way if Evie messages me for something oh I need this password I need this I need this that's something I can easily if I'm poolside or something pull it up on my phone send it to her and get it done Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So just batching your tasks out is the easiest.
0: I love it. So good. Do you want to hit at all, Rachel, on like summertime? Because you like still crush it in summer when your kids are home. So I'm like, for the moms maybe who are listening, who are like, okay, my kids aren't in school yet. They're younger or anything like that. You've always been incredibly productive and structured and organized. And like, I just, do you have anything else to say? Hold on. I I also,
1: (laughs) I want to say all the Zoom calls where maybe that would go into this, answer but like the zoom calls where like Rachel's like in her southern accent which I can't do it but like she's like hold please and she was and she like goes off like far away and she was like excuse me sir excuse me (laughs) okay that was pretty accurate i am proud to you Lindsay for that (laughs) so funny (laughs) so full disclosure right now i try not to have the boys like watching tv or doing video games or anything like that a lot of times i'm like get out of the house go outside go play they are upstairs playing a video game right now and i have zero shame like i wanted them to be quiet i had to focus i had to work so they are playing a video game right now yeah but for the most part again summertime we have a more relaxed schedule So, they'll wake up at a certain time. I don't let them sleep in like crazy late just yet. But um, they're both, when we moved from Hawaii to Georgia, they um, had missed some instructional topics. So, I'm the mom who has them like practicing their math flashcards and some grammar stuff for like an hour or so in the morning during the summer. So while they're sitting there doing that, I will do some more of my in-depth tasks because they're working, I'm working. And so then they I'll check their work, they'll have snack, they'll go out to play, they'll go to a neighbor's house. Um, they'll we've got a pretty big yard, so they'll go out and play in the yard. So they're outside playing quite a bit we try to break for lunch every day for like 30 45 minutes and i try to have some intentional time with them like oh what did you do this morning tell me about your adventure are you going to go over to your friend's house this afternoon so on and so forth so it's just having things intentionally planned for them to do like oh yeah. do you want let's let's go play Legos for however long you know just mm-hmm. giving them things to do and just instead of just saying go do something
0: mm-hmm. yeah i That's love so that so good
1: okay Well, moving on, how, this is a different question, but how did you know that you wanted to be a virtual assistant? Which you kind of shared that you started as a teacher and then like, it was almost that spur of move to Hawaii that was like, oh, I don't want to be in lesson planning all day or working 60 hours a week or whatever. Um, Like, did you ever have a desire ever to own your own business and be like the face of it, kind of like me and Evie? Or did you always know that you wanted to be kind of the magician behind the scenes, like a virtual assistant type of role? That is such a good question. Um, when I was teaching, I never imagined I would do anything different. And so this is just kind of a good example of the Lord moving and bringing me to something I never had an idea was a future option. Um, there are so many jobs that are going to be jobs in the next five to 10 years, and they're not, they're not a job right now. Yeah. And that's kind of the same thing with the virtual assistant. This was not really a widespread job five to 10 years ago. And now it's becoming so much more of an option for people. Yeah. Um, so I never really saw myself in this position, but just all these slow, subtle changes, I've just, it's, I've been placed where I need to be, if that makes any sense. Like this yeah. is where I need to be. I'm. It took a lot of self-growth to be able to accept that I don't need to be front and center Because I feel like a lot of people, that's just a basic human right. Like, hey, I've done these cool things. I want acknowledgement for it. Mm -hmm. And over the years, my heart has just been softened to that. Mm -hmm. I don't need the acknowledgement. I don't need for everyone to recognize, oh, wow, that's so cool. Rachel did that. I want it to be more of a this is something that's that's helping a large number of people or helping even a small number of people. Like this is something that's going to have an effect. And yeah. to know that I had a small part of that is
0: just, that's all I need. It's almost like paying more attention to the impact versus like the praise, mm-hmm. which right. takes a lot of maturity and wisdom. <laughs> and like, I feel like I probably still have to learn a lot about that. I'm like, yeah, I'll still be front center. <laughs> Well, I mean, I
1: just, the idea of being front and center is fun to me, but at the same time, seeing everything that you guys do when you are front and center, I just, that's not my personality type. I could not deal with a lot of the, the more negative aspects that come with being on social media. Like I'm very, I, I take this <laughs> hard. You see, heart, you see all the hate emails every time I post about my views on abortion on on the internet, because I'm very <laughs> opinionated about that. You you see my inbox every time uh, we get a hate comment. So I, I feel that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So just, just knowing where you're meant to thrive and what gifts you've been given and just yeah. really leaning into those gifts is going to help you
0: be the best you, you can be, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love that's that. That's so good. Mm. Oh, that's so good. All right, Rachel, do you have any advice for the listener out there who is maybe like, okay, I relate to Rachel. I feel like I'm a Rachel. I love organizing things. I don't necessarily want to be the face of a company or start like a personal brand for myself, but I'd really love to help somebody else do that. I'd really love to see impact out in the world. Like, I think I want to be a virtual assistant. How would that person get started? What advice would you have for them? That's another really good question. Thank what you. I, I wrote would them.
1: Do. <laughs> <laughs> what I think would be a really great start is to kind of loosely create processes for what your strength is. So, if you're really great at calendar management and you see identify a pain point that a client might have, create. A rough process on how you would alleviate that pain point for that client. Like I said, calendar management, email inbox management, um, client outreach, just organization, all of that. Think of the pain points your client's going to have, come up with a system to address that pain point and how you can take things off of their plate that are not moving the needle forward in their business Mm -hmm. so that then they can focus on advancing their business and you can focus on supporting and encouraging them. So just a creating those systems, ideating how you can help them and then B what's hard is just kind of putting yourself out there. So there are options. I think Fiverr is a good one. Upwork is a good one. Mm -hmm. So People Per Hour, I think, is a good one where you can go and make a profile and make a profile as a VA and then start vetting potential clients. Um, Something else that I think is really important to acknowledge is to know that not every client VA relationship is going to be the best fit. So don't try to force a relationship because then it's not going to be beneficial for either of you.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's so true. Um, I also want to throw out there like reach out to people like that, you know, do you know an entrepreneur? Do you know somebody who's working on a startup? Do you know, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, somebody, a small business owner in your area where you're like, Hey, can I work for you? Here are my like skills. Here's what I think I could bring to the table. Like reach out to somebody that you actually know or somebody that you follow on Instagram or whatever. Like you can just pitch yourself to people that you know, as well as like working with websites like Fiverr or Upwork or anything like that. So it's scary, but... (laughs) A it lot is. of, a lot of, if you pitch yourself well, which we have a podcast episode on pitching, how to pitch yourself, um, you just, you can slide into the email inbox of somebody who is desperately needing help. And then mm-hmm. bam, like you have a client right there who's like, oh my gosh, this is a dream come true that this person reached yeah. out to me. So don't and ever... You
1: explain exactly what Rachel just said. Like, hey, yeah. I see that you're struggling with this. Or maybe you don't see it. Like, you're just like, hey, if you are struggling with this, maybe you you know that they are, but you don't want to be like, you're struggling. Um, You could be like, hey, I have a process. I can come alongside you and help you. This is exactly what I can do for you. Um, And it it would just, it's, yeah, it's a w- great way to pitch yourself in addition to going on Fiverr and Upwork and all those things that Rachel just
0: uh, said. It's episode 71 of How to Pitch Yourself. Oh, sweet. Uh, so... FYI. Oh, actually, and 92. How to pitch yourself for media coverage is 71. How to pitch your, write an email pitch is 92. So 92 is actually the one that I'm talking about. So go listen to episode 92. If you're wanting to like reach out, like slide into the inbox of some entrepreneurs that you follow or that you know, go listen to that episode. That'll help you write that email pitch really well. Perfect. And I have two
1: more things that I think yes. are super important with this question. One know your boundaries, know what your time limits are, because if you're reaching out and all of a sudden five people get back to you and say, yes, can you please be my VA? And they all need 40 hours a week. You don't have that many hours in a week. So just make sure you're very intentional with your um, time limits and your time boundaries so that you're not putting yourself into a season of overwhelm and burnout. Yeah. That's good. And then... Oh my goodness, I had a second one. Oh, my second one. <laughs> the worst they can do is tell you no. Yeah. And for the longest time, no, to get a rejection for me, I like I said, I take things very uh, to heart. And so if somebody told me no, I would go into this spiral of, oh my gosh, I must not have been good enough. My pitch must not have been good enough. How can I fix it? Like just really kind of self-deprecating. And then again, with a lot of that growth that I've talked about over the past few years, okay, they told me no, wasn't going to be a good fit. That's fine. Let's move forward. There's five more people yeah. in the, down the line that I can get a yes from. So just yeah. realizing that no is not always a bad word.
0: Yeah. That's, That's so, so good.
1: good. All right. Amen. <laughs> Last question before we let you go. It's a a tea spiller. So what is your favorite part of working for us and your least favorite part? Ooh, I'm excited to (laughs) the answer. Okay. okay. (laughs) My favorite part of working with you guys is I feel like we are friends on top of being clients. Like Mm -hmm. I'm just not your executive assistant and you're not just a client. Like you guys are my friends. And I think having, like I said, having that relationship be priority is what helps our work relationship to be so smooth and so dynamic like I said so if we're going through a busy season we are able to give each other that grace because we understand and acknowledge hey there's all of this going on and being able to relax and enjoy slow seasons together which is really nice Mm -hmm. that's true Okay, what was the second part?
0: <laughs> what was the worst? What's the worst part? What's the worst part of working with us?
1: <laughs> I That's think the it'd tea be that easier. everyone's waiting for. <laughs> I think it'd be easier if we were all in the same time zone or if we could <gasps> That's a combat, Rachel.
0: <laughs> Rachel, give them the real tea. What's the worst part of working for us? <laughs> It would be easier
1: sometimes if you guys answered slack messages more quickly. <laughs> that's that's actually pretty fair. That's, that's a good one. That's fair. I'm we're both, a little bit better than Evie, I think. Yeah, I, I'm I'm maybe not. Maybe it's just in this season though. Yeah. In this season <laughs> my face is so red. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to get mad. We literally asked you the question. <laughs> yeah, I know. We want to know. <laughs> oh, I love it. Is that it? That's your answer? Lindsay's <laughs> like digging for more tea she's like is there anything else I think sometimes just responding to things a touch more quickly would be yeah. okay that's that's good feedback that's actually is as, that is
0: good feedback I mean I already kind of knew I was sucking at slack in this season but yeah But again,
1: we, there's the grace there's grace so you know. Know. oh my gosh Rachel we
0: love you uh, where love can
1: it. everyone find you and uh, well I almost was like contact you, but like no one's stealing you. So no, you're not available. I'm <laughs> um, just kidding. I am at capacity.
0: I'm at, at capacity. In the southern accent. <laughs> it was unintentional. I love it. Well, if anyone wants to like, is your Instagram public? Can people come like follow you or is that a no-go? Oh, no, people, I, it's private, so I have to, like, approve because okay. so
1: many random, like, so many <laughs> random people. Like, <laughs> that's how you know you're a, a true VA. You're like, random people are following me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's people who aren't even real accounts. They've got, yeah. like, three followers. I'm like, why yeah, even? Yeah, that's a thing. I don't, I don't understand. It's definitely um, a thing. <laughs> but no, I am at Mrs. Hannah. Love so it.
0: super easy. Beautiful
1: beautiful well thank you rachel for coming on the show and sharing all of your just goodness everything that you do for us you are literally our favorite wizard of all um (laughs) you're literally a magician you're pepper pots you're all of the things wrapped up into one and we never ever 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 want to let you go so (laughs) so you're stuck (laughs) i'm here for the long haul uh
0: well rachel thanks for coming on we love you so much